Welcome to Retire Simply, a show designed to take the fear out of retirement unknown and replace it with joy, freedom, and confidence. Your hosts are Scott and Angela Winstead, a husband and wife duo who share their industry knowledge in a fun and casual way to help steer you in the direction of your retirement goals and dreams. Having worked with hundreds of families in the area over the last decade, they've learned some common themes that are standing in the way of people having the retirement they imagine. Join them as they give you tips and tools to navigate the world of retirement, to make it uncomplicated and simple. This is Retire Simply. Hey there, and welcome to another week of the Retire Simply podcast. I'm Scott Winstead. And I'm Angela. And we're with Compass Retirement, bringing you all things related to your retirement. And we're going to continue our Social Security uh, talk this this uh, week. Yeah, this will be our third episode. Third episode for the month. Up. Yep. And what we really want to go over with you, we've spoken about Social Security in terms of, you know, how the benefits are calculated and, you know, kind of the way your individual benefit works. We spent some time last week talking about uh, the most important benefits that you get, you know, typically um, secondary benefits a lot of people are interested in, so spousal and survivor benefits. Yep, we spent some time kind of clarifying the difference um, and giving you some of the requirements in order to uh, participate in the benefits. That's right. And you know that we can't have a discussion at Compass Retirement about your retirement without talking oh, about gosh, taxes. Of course. It's one of my favorite <laughs> topics on the planet. And, um, you know, Social Security is taxed very differently than how most people believe it's taxed. It is. And there's a lot of confusion about that. There is. And, you know, I remember when the kids were little, uh, Grant and LJ, now they're 13 and 10 or 9. 9. She, was, she, just, she just turned, turned nine. 9. Yeah, 9 going on 30. But anyway, <laughs> um, I remember when they were little, they would um, throw tantrums sometimes. Mm-hmm. As all children do. Of course. Yeah. And it was a lot of times I remember Grant specifically always talking, you know, well, that's not fair. That's just not fair. And, you know, we would have to have the dad-son conversation of, well, you know, sometimes life isn't fair. Yeah. Angela, I can't tell you how many retirees I've met that have wanted to throw a tantrum when they come in and visit with me and us. And they say, well, it's just not fair. And what they're really referring to in terms of their Social Security and their taxes is, hey, this is money that they took from me. I paid in and now they're going to turn around and tax me on it. It's just not fair. And you know what? I agree with them. It's not fair. I agree, too. It's not fair. However, it's the reality of the situation. So we have to make sure that we understand, number one, how the taxes are figured. But number two, how does it all play together in terms of your overall income plan, which we've talked already about? And um, how do you make sure that you're keeping more of your Social Security dollars in your pocket and not giving them away to the IRS? Yeah, it's so important to know all these little rules so you can play the game to your best advantage. Yep. That's what we're here to help you do. So a lot of times folks think that Social Security is taxed in just a, a you know threshold of I make this much mm-hmm. and so I'm taxed on it. Mm-hmm. And it's more really, like an ordinary thing. Yeah, it's but not it's really a specific type of taxation. And it's based off of a specific type of income called provisional income. Okay? Fancy. It is fancy. Provisional. 
I'm not sure I could spell it, but I, I can say you it. You can say it. Yeah. So provisional income. And, and basically provisional income is made up of a couple of parts. So the first part of your provisional income is the IRS and uh, the Social Security. They look at the first part as they take half of your Social Security benefit for the year. Yep. Now, if you're married filing jointly... That's half of you and your spouses. So the household. The household the Social household. Security. So you take, you know, let's say, let's use um, $50,000 in Social Security benefits for the household per year. So that means I get 25000 and you get $25,000? Uh, not necessarily. It just ah, means it's total. Wonderful. Okay. So it could just mean, you know, that I have majority or and you have less. <laughs> or if it's like our relationship... <laughs> The way our relationship goes, it means you have the majority and I have less, but that's okay. Uh, but so we've got fifty thousand dollars coming into the household. Coming into the household from Social Security. So what they're going to do is they're going to take half of that number, which is twenty-five thousand, and they're going to start there, and then they're going to add to that number a a number that maybe some folks are familiar with, but maybe some folks aren't. But they call it your modified adjusted gross income. Sounds pretty fancy, but here's really what modified adjusted gross income is. It's all the income that you make and you report and you show on your tax return, typically, okay? So what could that be? Well, that could be uh, wages, mm-hmm. right? Like if you have some uh, you know, money coming in mm-hmm. and earnings coming in, that could be investment income, mm-hmm. dividends, capital gains. Mm-hmm. That could be rental income okay so wait it, wait what about the interest on my bond oh that's right on on, on bonds um well i'm glad you brought that up right oh. and uh because i probably would have moved right past that so quick side note a lot of folks think that interest on a municipal bond is tax-free and typically it is okay you don't list it on your tax return however that interest is part of your modified adjusted gross income so that interest, even though it's tax-free on your tax return as a line item, it actually is added into your provisional income calculation. So it's not tax-free in that regard. Um, in our world, we like to say if something's going to be called tax-free, it better be tax-free across the board. Mm-hmm. So municipal bond interest um, actually is added back into your provisional income. So they add up all your modified adjusted gross income. Also, what could part of that modified adjusted gross income be, wow, it could be that required minimum distribution required at age 72 now. Yes. Okay. And we know from our tax talk that that gets uh, increased every single year, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which means our modified adjusted gross income could potentially go up every, every year. single year. Yep. So they take that at modified adjusted gross income, they add it to half your social security benefits and out pops a number. And that number is measured against a scale that Social Security, the administration, the federal government has put together. Yep. And if you're married and filing jointly and you make basically up to $32,000, so from zero to $32,000. As your modified adjusted As your modified adjusted gross income, up to... 50% or half of your Social Security benefit will be taxed. At? Now, what type of tax? 
it's not capital gains. It's not long-term. It's just ordinary income. So if you're in the 22% bracket, it's at 22%. If you're in the 25% bracket, it's at the 25%. So it's just ordinary income tax rates. Yeah. So let's just kind of simplify where we've gotten because we've been using a lot of terms that mm -hmm. are not common language. So this is where we're at. We take half of the social security amount into the household, our example is $25,000, and then we add to it our modified adjusted gross income, and then we look at this scale that Scott is talking about to figure out how much our social security is taxed. That's right, great, great way to summarize that. Now, if your modified adjusted gross income goes above 32,000, but stays below 44,000, you're going to be taxed on somewhere between 50 to 85% of your total Social Security benefit. That's a spread. That's a big spread. If you are over $44,000 of modified adjusted gross income, 85% of your Social Security is going to be taxed at ordinary income levels. So to say that another way, as of today, the way the law reads, 15% of your Social Security is always going to be tax-free. Mm -hmm. But up to 85% potentially could be taxed. So what I want you to think about is we've got these mandatory distributions that come out. And we know they get bigger every year typically, mm -hmm. which means our modified adjusted gross income goes up every year. Yep. Well, you might say, well, gee whiz, when I started taking Social Security, only 60% of my Social Security payment was being taxed. But as my modified adjusted gross income goes up because those mandatory distributions go up, now my Social Security is becoming more and more taxed. Mm -hmm. So we talked about how those mandatory distributions can really, really cause a lot of chaos in terms of your overall income plan and tax plan. And here's just another example of it. Yep. It's so important to understand the taxation of your money and to make sure you have it organized in the most efficient manner possible. This is just another example of why that's so important. And, and I'll tell you, after well over a decade of doing this, you know, I find most folks don't have a really hard time in retirement having at least $44,000 between a couple of income on their tax return. When you start talking about all their income sources, rental income, investment income, required minimum oh, distributions, yes. wage. So most folks are hitting that uh, threshold of 85% being taxed. Yes, very, okay. very easily. And so you need to make sure that we're taking that into account as you're planning your income, right? As you're planning your income. Now, just like when, um, I'm paying regular taxes on my, my investments or my income and all of that. We have two different types of brackets typically. We have married brackets, mm -hmm. right? There's head of household too. But typically what we see is married brackets and then single brackets, yep. right? Well, just like on your regular tax bracket, you know, the thresholds and the taxation is more actually on a single person than it is on a married person. Mm -hmm. And so those thresholds, instead of being 32,000 and 44,000 for a married couple, is actually 25,000 and 34,000 for a single person. Mm -hmm. So again, when you're planning, and typically most spouses don't pass away or die at the same time. Yeah. So then not only do you jump regular ordinary income tax brackets when you become single, 
your modified adjusted gross income change, your social security thresholds can change in regard to your provisional income, and now you're being taxed on even more of your social security. Yeah, this is a part of retirement that a lot of people don't think about and they don't want to think about, right? Yeah. We've been with our partner for however long. The idea of them sometime not being here while we still are is something we don't think about. But from a retirement perspective, you know, Scott and I are all about the numbers. That's part of our job and about the hearts too. But when we're talking about the numbers, it's so important to understand and to plan for the passing of one of you. And this is just another example. I just I just want to hit that home. Of course. And and that's really goes into making sure you have a holistic income plan, a holistic look at what's going on. Now, the good news is, you know, you don't have to be over there with your abacus and your TI-81 calculator <laughs> trying to figure out thresholds and, and percentages and all of that. The good news is we know it. And even better than that, we can run uh, analysis for you yeah. and software and use software and technology now to crunch these numbers and really be able to show you what is my after-tax benefit of Social Security? What does it really mean to me? Because no one's ever walked into Compass Retirement and said, you know what, I want to spend $100,000 a year and their mind is thinking about a pre-tax number. Everybody walks in and says, I want to spend $100,000 a year, and that better be the after-tax number. Yep, they're always talking net numbers. They're always talking net numbers, not <laughs> gross, right? Exactly. So again, just because you see it on your statement, it may not factor in your Medicare premiums that are going to come out of there. It may not factor in the taxes that are going to come out from there. So we need to make sure we're taking a realistic look at what you can expect from this lifetime benefit. Yes, I like to look at that as how much cash actually goes in my wallet. That's right. Yep. What hits the mailbox, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. So when you come in and visit with us, we'll help you build this income plan. We'll also help you look at Social Security and the way yours might be taxed. And and not only that, as we mentioned last week and the week prior, you know, are there some ancillary benefits or maybe some strategies that we could uh, implement to where you can get more and receive more over your lifetime typically? So we'll help you look at all of those things. But we wanted to touch on taxes because anytime we have income, typically we're generating taxes except for tax-free accounts. Yep, and we and talked about those, right? Yeah. We talked about those money coming out of permanent life insurance is typically tax-free. And money coming out of a Roth account is typically tax-free. Outside of those, we have to be thinking about what are the tax implications that this is going to cause? Social Security is just another one of those. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're listening to this and you're, um, you know, a, a civil worker or civil servant or you a teacher or something like that, or you've got an outside pension and all of those things, that that just makes your modified adjustment, you know, just a gross, gross income, income. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, become more and all of that. So we and you guys to... have lots of special situations. Mm -hmm. So we can talk to you about that when you come in the office. That's right. But today we just really wanted you to understand the taxation of it, understand how the mandatory withdrawals and all of those things really play, play a role yeah. in make, excuse me, making sure that you have everything you need in retirement and that you're getting the after-tax income that you're looking for, not just the pre-tax. Hey there, if you're listening to this and you want more information on Social Security and a nice overview of everything we've talked about over the last three episodes, you can click below, enter your information, and we've got a fantastic white paper that just really puts a bow and a great overview of all things we've talked about. So click down there, put in your information, 
and take that white paper and use it to plan your social security. And if you have any questions, we're always a phone call away. So as we wrap up social security here, you know, we're going to um, put a bow on this and really make sure that you've got a great foundation for how does social security work? What are the benefits out there? How is it taxed? We're going to talk a little bit about next time about Medicare and how that factors in. And we're not going to get crazy into every single type of plan and everything you need to know uh, specifically on Medicare, but we are going to touch on it because this time of year, um, people start having a lot of questions. People start wanting to know. Um, So we're going to give you a little Medicare 101 next time. Yep, and we know this is the time of year that you have to start making some decisions. So we want to make sure that you have all of the information at hand. Absolutely. So we look forward to chatting with you next week. In the meantime, again, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to give our office a call. We would love to help you any way we can. That number is 817-328-6152. We look forward to talking with you next week. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. This has been another week of Retire Simply. Thanks for listening. And remember, anyone can save money and just as easily anyone can run out of money. But it takes skill and a plan to take what you've saved and not run out. If you want to listen to more episodes or learn more about Compass Retirement, go to RetireSimplyPodcast.com. That's RetireSimplyPodcast.com. Scroll to the bottom of the page to set up your 15-minute call to get your plan started right now. Tune in next week as we talk about Medicare 101. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Compass Retirement, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Compass Retirement Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Compass Retirement, Inc. Hypothetical examples have been provided for illustrative purposes only. It does not represent a real-life scenario and should not be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation.